0: Stuff I Learned Yesterday, episode number 438. Can you hear me now? Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday. My name is Daryl Darnell. I got my first cell phone, the HTC Tilt, in 2008. I believe that if you aren't learning, you aren't living. In today's episode of Stuff I Learned Yesterday, I share the story of when I finally broke down and got my daughter a cell phone. Well, happy Monday to you. Welcome to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, this uh, final week of this season. What?! Did that sneak up on you? (laughs) I'll talk about that more in just a moment, but first, today's fun fact. Well, since today's story will focus on cell phones, it seems fitting to share some cell phone facts with you today. Here they are. The first mobile phone was the Motorola Dyna TAC, or maybe TAC, I'm not sure. 8000x. I mean, why don't they have simple model numbers? I don't know. But it was invented in 1983. It could store 30 contacts. It weighed nearly two and a half pounds. Yeah. And it had a talk time of 30 whopping minutes. And it cost nearly four thousand dollars. Yeah. Wow. The first smartphone was made by IBM and it launched on August 16th, 1994. It had a touch screen that could be operated with your finger or a stylus. It came loaded with a calendar, a calculator, an address book and a notepad. Mobile phones, this is kind of gross, and you probably knew this, especially if you've watched Mythbusters, but mobile phones carry 18 times more bacteria than toilet handles and toilet seats. Yeah, I'm going to go watch my iPhone now. And lastly, the most common activity on a cell phone isn't calling and it isn't texting. What do you think it is? Well, if you guessed checking the time, then you guessed correctly. All right, well, here we are. Welcome to today's episode. As I said in the intro, this is the final week of this first season again. I don't know what to call it now that we've broken our show up into segments here. Uh, And I just want to take a moment and express my sincere gratitude for Carrie and Mike, Jeff, John, and Barb, as they have served greatly as the hosts for this first season, this new format that we've brought to Stuff I Learned Yesterday, and I also want to express my appreciation to Joshua and Stephanie and Emily, who filled in some of those gaps that we had in the schedule and gave us some full-length episodes for this season, and of course, all of you who have contributed to this season's Friday forums. I appreciate you so much. I really think this new format has been a success. I would love to hear your feedback and your thoughts on it. And you can send those in over at goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. The same way that you would make your contribution for the Friday forum, just You know, send it in like normal feedback and I'll see it. But yeah, I think this new format has been a success. And so in case you're wondering, well, what's going on? When do we come back? And all that stuff. Don't fear. Here we are. We're going to end this season on Friday, May 20th. And then we're going to be on break until June the 20th. So about a month off. Four weeks off is the idea. So we'll be back on June 20th. And that will take us all the way through September 9th, that next season. So, um, Anyway, we've got this week here left for this final week of this first season. So it'll be a good one. We've got some great episodes heading your way this week. I mentioned the Friday Forum just a moment ago. You're invited to be a part of the Friday Forum. You can send it in, and it will use it either for this Friday or when we come back. And so go ahead and send that in. Even while we are on hiatus for these four weeks coming up, you can still send in your Friday Forum contributions while we're on break And uh, we'll just bank those and use them as we need. In fact, you remember, we had a lot of openings this season. So send those in and prevent us from having those openings that we had this previous season. You can do that by calling 304-837-2278 or goldenspiralmedia.com slash feedback. And in case you're a first time listener wondering what the Friday Forum is, it's simply your chance to share the stories of your life, the stuff that you've learned, or maybe you're even in the process of learning in order to enrich my life and the life of all the other listeners. So that's your way to do that. And I'm looking forward to having a fresh episode of the Friday Forum this coming Friday. Well, here's what I learned yesterday. When is the appropriate age for a child to get a phone? We live in a town that has a wide spectrum of income levels. We have a large percentage of the population that is in lower income, but we also have a lot of households that have a lot of money. And there are definitely more households at the higher end of the spectrum than there are at the lower end of the spectrum. In fact, our town is seen by many outsiders as a rich town. I don't see it that way, but I do understand why others do. After all, there are houses that I drive by and I look at with shock. They are incredibly big, incredibly beautiful, and incredibly expensive. Our neighborhood is very middle class, and we're very happy here. However, our kids go to school with a lot of kids who come from houses with lots of money and whose parents' opinions vary from our own. For example, we don't give our kids a lot of things, and when we do, they often aren't the latest or newest things. That is, our kids don't have either of the latest generation of gaming consoles from Sony or Microsoft. They do have an Xbox 360, but even that was purchased used and well after the newer model of the Xbox was available. Another example is that we don't plan on purchasing cars for our kids. We may help them purchase a vehicle or match what they're able to save on their own, but they will have to work for it, and they will have to pay the expenses for their own cars. And, as you might have guessed by the topic of today's episode, we don't think that our preteen children need to have cell phones. Some of our kids' classmates started carrying cell phones as early as 4th and 5th grade. Now That blew my mind at the time. If I was a single parent or my kids were left home alone for a period of time without parental supervision, I could possibly see them getting a cell phone at that age. Otherwise, it just seems like an unnecessary expense. When our daughter started middle school, she immediately started complaining that all her friends had cell phones and she felt left out because she didn't have one. Now, at first we thought she was exaggerating, but as time went on, we realized that we really were one of the very few parents who had not given their kid a cell phone. To us, it still seemed like a waste of money. After all, our daughter got on the school bus each day, she went to school, and she rode the school bus home. Why did she need a phone for that? She tried telling us that her teachers required her to have a cell phone to complete certain assignments. But after speaking with her teachers, we learned that the phone app was not required and it was easily accessible via a website. Funny how our daughter had failed to remember that little detail. A year ago, my iPhone 4S stopped making cell phone calls and I was having difficulty connecting with my clients. So I upgraded to the iPhone 6 and I gave my 4S to my daughter. Now granted, it didn't work as a cell phone, nor did it work for text messaging, but it did work as an audio player and as a camera, and my daughter was allowed to download certain apps as long as her mom or I approved the app first. So she was thrilled. It turned out that she was perfectly happy with the appearance of having a functional phone. Now it seems shallow, but then I know exactly how she feels. Fitting in is very important and one of the most challenging things about middle and high school. So, shallow? Yes, but totally understandable. This school year has been a challenge. She's venturing out more as we're giving her more trust and responsibilities. She's able to cross a major street to go to Sonic Drive-In with her friends. She's able to go to neighboring neighborhoods and play with friends and we even let her walk home from school as long as she checks in first and she's with a group of friends. As that added responsibility has been given, there have been numerous times when we've wanted to get in touch with her to get an update on her status, but we were unable to do so. Pretty much, all her friends have cell phones, so she's usually good about using one of their phones to check in, but when she loses track of time, we're left wondering what's going on. With the summer approaching and the foresight to know that she'll be venturing out even more and have even more chances to leave us wondering about her, we decided it was time to break down and get her a phone. Our timing was perfect, as our cell carrier is currently having a fantastic sale on the iPhone 5S. Now, remember Addison has been hoping for and dreaming about a cell phone for years, to say that this was going to make her day is an understatement. So I had to make this surprise a good one. I ordered the phone and the phone case so that they would arrive on the same day. I activated the phone, set up all the parental controls, and then I set an alarm to go off shortly before dinner. I set the alarm sound to match the ringtone of my wife's phone, and I then put the phone back in the box and I hid the box in the living room. I also took the unopened phone case package and I put it in my office. I positioned it in such a way that when she got home from school and came into my office to see me, she would see it. And I knew that her curiosity would take over from there. Well, soon after Edison arrived home from school, she came to see me in my office. Sure enough, She almost instantly grabbed the padded envelope containing the phone case. When she asked what was inside, I nonchalantly told her it was a new phone case that I ordered, and she was free to go ahead and open it. Now, I can't stress enough that what happened over the course of the next three hours could not have gone more perfectly. She did everything exactly as I expected and fell perfectly into my little plan. Now, I've also failed to mention that the 4S is, it's it's in bad shape now. One of the cameras has stopped working completely, and the other one is very moody about when it wants to work. And she has long since gotten over the satisfaction of having the appearance of a functioning phone. She now understands how limiting it is not to have cell data, and it's a major point of frustration for her. Now, back to my story. So, when I told her that the envelope contained a cell phone case, she started whining about how unfair it was that I was getting another case for my phone when she doesn't even have a phone. That is, she doesn't have a real phone, her phone doesn't have data, and the cameras don't work. I just sat there and let her say all that was on her mind. And then I told her that she could go ahead and swap out the phone case. Of course, the case I ordered was for the 5S. My phone, which I actually upgraded last month, is a 6S. So the case didn't fit. And she started laughing at me. I played dumb. Are you sure it doesn't fit? She just laughed at me even louder. I then told her to go see if it would fit on her mom's iPhone 6. Of course it didn't. Then I had a great idea. I said, hey, maybe it will fit the 4S. She insisted that it wouldn't because the 5S is bigger than the 4S, but smaller than the 6. "'Are you sure?' I said. "'Ugh. Let me go get my phone, and I'll prove it to you.' So she quickly returned, and just as she said, it didn't fit. I continued to play dumb. She then asked me what I was going to do with it. Well, "'I'll probably just throw it away,' I said." It only cost me $3, and it's not really worth returning to Amazon. Now, admittedly, what happened next was not part of my expectation. She then remembered that one of her friends has a 5S, and so she offered to call her friend and give her the case. So a few moments later, she had completed the deal. She had just given away her new phone case to her friend. (laughs) I could hardly contain my enjoyment of how beautifully my plan was going. Now, over the next hour or two, I checked in on her occasionally as she was chatting with her friends. Each time I saw her, she made fun of me. She told her friends about how dumb I had been and picking out a new case for my phone that didn't even fit. She said things like, You're supposed to be knowledgeable on tech stuff, but I know more about iPhones than you do. I loved it. Well, about 10 minutes before the phone alarm was set to go off, I called her into the living room. Carrie wasn't feeling well that day, so it was up to me to get dinner, and that meant that we were probably going to be eating out, and I used that as an excuse to get her into the living room to discuss food options. Well, right on cue, the alarm sounded. Now, my plan was to act like it was Carrie's phone and ask Addie if she would answer it. I didn't have to do that. As soon as the ringtone sounded, Addie jumped off the sofa and headed over to Carrie's phone to answer it. When she realized that it wasn't that phone that was ringing, she was confused. She continued to follow the sound until she discovered the little white box hidden behind a picture frame on the fireplace mantel. She didn't know what to make of it. Her mom and I sat perched on the couch, grinning like Cheshire cats. What is this? I replied, It's your phone. She stood there, confused, not knowing if she could believe the words I had just spoken, or perhaps she was trying to figure out if she'd heard me correctly. A moment later, realization set in, and she went crazy. She screamed and jumped up and down and thanked us over and over again. She gave us hugs, and she nearly even cried. She was genuinely grateful for what she had just received. I said, hey, I wonder if that new phone case will fit that phone. (laughs) She called her friend and told her that she would be keeping that phone case for herself. And I enjoyed the rest of the evening as I got to remind her over and over again that I just might know a thing or two about tech stuff after all and i had been trolling her all day with the phone case well here's what i learned times are changing our original plan was to get our kids a cell phone when they started driving we thought that before then it would just be a waste for them to get a phone i think i also thought back to when i was a kid i would ride my bike around the dirt roads for miles around our house and it was no big deal my parents didn't always know where i was and That was never a problem. Is that true? I'm sure that's not the case. I'm sure there were plenty of times when my parents would have liked to be able to call me or my brothers and find out where we were or tell us to get home for dinner or just make sure we were okay. Of course, cell phones weren't a viable option in those days. And, of course, those were different times, too. We lived out in the country and there was never any thought to... Abductions, or violent acts or any of those things that our schools and our society seem to be filled with today times are also changing and that my baby girl is growing up and giving her the phone acknowledges that she's becoming more independent but also needs to have direct access to us as she's out there doing her thing with her friends and all of us are more comfortable now that we have the ability to instantly check in at any time So, I've learned that the appropriate age for our daughter to get a phone turned out to be a couple of years earlier than I thought. But I also learned that by not giving it to her right away caused her to appreciate it more and she understands the value it holds more than I think she otherwise would have. Her genuine appreciation and gratitude upon receiving the phone helped me realize that we did, in fact, make the right choice. Not bad for a guy who can't even figure out what size of case to buy for his iPhone. I'm Daryl Darnell, and this has been Stuff I Learned Yesterday. Follow Golden Spiral Media on Twitter at GSM Podcasts and Facebook.com slash Golden Spiral Media. Join the Stuff I Learned Yesterday Facebook group at Facebook.com slash groups slash Stuff I Learned Yesterday. And if you've enjoyed this episode, I would be grateful if you'd leave us a review in iTunes by going to goldenspiralmedia.com slash iTunes.